If God has bestowed beauty upon the female slave, it will prove her greatest curse. Harriet Jacobs, Incidents in the Life of a Slave Girl, 1861. Hey, these girls that look really young, I was really jealous of their clothes because they all had like really beautiful designer clothes on. Predators use the illusion of privilege to create victims you enjoy watching suffer. That's why envy is a sin. The guy was living a, a life that most people dream about. He had a 15 to 20 million dollar house here in Palm Beach. He had one of the largest townhouses in New York City, a massive apartment in Paris, his own private island in the Caribbean, a sprawling ranch in New Mexico, a helicopter, two airplanes, one a 727. That was James Patterson, author of Filthy Rich, the book upon which the softcore Netflix documentary is based. He could have named it Sicko. But instead, James Patterson decided to use the highly complimentary cliche, Filthy Rich, to describe Jeffrey Epstein. The movie about the woman who was abandoned by her teenage, schizophrenic, sexually deviant birth parents to alcoholic grandparents who savagely beat her, repeatedly raped her, along with her own brother who was also starting to rape her when she was 10 years old. At 11, he pimped her out to neighborhood boys for cigarettes. At 14, another adult pedophile impregnated her. At 15, she was thrown out of her house to live in the woods and prostitute herself to survive. And they called the movie about her life Monster. In case it's not clearer, she's the monster. How many times you gotta kill me? You know what I mean? You know, he could have named the book I'm Totally Incriminating Myself. James Patterson. Epstein and I essentially were neighbors. I came down here in 2007, and back then, there was very little known about Jeffrey Epstein. Bullshit! In the mid-1990s, Maria Farmer, she started seeing things that concerned her. How could people be around them and not know? Palm Beach is a very small town. Carl Heisen. It's almost impossible to conceive living there and moving in that world and not hearing rumors about Epstein or not being aware of something odd going on at Jeff's place. How could people not know? Jeffrey Epstein and Donald Trump, they both ended up living a mile apart along Billionaire's Row in Palm Beach. Well, I knew him like everybody in Palm Beach knew him. He was a fixture in Palm Beach. I was a reporter here for 25 years. Tim Malloy. I also lived over in Palm Beach, covered the Epstein case extensively. This guy was a bit of a ghost down here. Nobody really saw him, nobody knew him. Okay, but you also said... Epstein frequented Mar-a-Lago for a time. I'd actually seen him around town at a restaurant or two. I used to see him riding bicycles with young girls. Okay, so what you're saying is the whole fucking neighborhood knew and James Patterson wrote this stupid motherfucking book to get him and his friends off the hook. Okay, word. Okay, word. That's sort of been his story. A total mystery person. Nearly two years later, we received reports. That's the popo. From his neighbors that there was a large number of young women going to and from his residence. Okay, so other neighbors other than James Patterson and Donald Trump who saw nothing. Okay, good, okay, good. They were all adults, three or four that we talked uh, to. <laughs> three or four is not a large number, but 100,000 is. I've seen visited me in my office to talk about making a donation, which was nearly $100,000. Oh, that's a large number. Uh, Mr. Police Chief didn't think twice about it. This is his job is to investigate stuff. Since they were all adults, there didn't seem to be any further police interest. Ta-da! Roberts, you free. He did say, like, people owe me favors. I can get away with this. I will never get caught. I own the Palm Beach Police Department. Maria Farmer. If the FBI had listened to me in 1996, 
there would have been no more victims. By 1996, Leslie Wexner had managed to open 736 Victoria's Secret stores, putting massive airbrushed images of starved, uncomfortably contorted teenage girls presented as the ideal feminine form in the windows and therefore in the faces of almost every man, woman, and child in America. In 1997, 450 million catalogs were sent directly into American homes. And in 2001, 12.4 million people tuned in to watch the first televised Victoria's Secret fashion show. Good evening and welcome to the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Security is tight and so are the girls. On Disney's ABC television network. This is the moment to accidentally lock your wives or girlfriends in the attic because we are going to take a virtual tour of Heidi Klum's body. For all you ladies locked in the attic who can't see the screen, let me set the scene for you. Heidi Klum is standing on a small tree stump sized platform, not unlike those historically used to present slaves for sale. Are you ready, Heidi? Now she's being presented exactly like a fancy slave, but it's a privilege because she's a supermodel. Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of models. And of that group, there's probably a max of like a hundred whoever came into consideration for the show. Privilege. And it's one of the hardest castings for a model to go on because she comes in, you ask her to put on a bra and panty and a pair of high heels and parade yourself in front of someone you've never met before. Grooming. This is the Super Bowl for supermodels so that when they Privilege. When they get to this stage, they've made it. Well, that sounds fabulous. What 13-year-old wouldn't want to be in the Super Bowl for supermodels? Now you've got a bunch of children who are cooperating participants. Grooming. Which reduces the likelihood of disclosure and increases the likelihood that the child will repeatedly return to the offender. Grooming. We have no idea what a big deal the wings are to these girls. It's like, I want to be an angel. I want to be an angel. It's kind of like the hot thing, the hot ticket to go to. Um, everybody in town wants to go. Um, Privilege. She would always say, I'm going to get models for Victoria's Secret, but she would always call them nubiles. The nubiles. And like as school's getting out, she's like, I've got to get the nubiles. I'm going to get the nubiles. Rooming. And so I went and looked it up and it's really gross. It's like people who've just started, children who've started their period, you know? And she'd say they're auditioning. You know, I found a model in the park. The nubiles. I've never been in the modeling world, so I just thought that was the strangest thing, but I also thought, well, maybe these children are being discovered. You know, people get discovered. Very odd. Kate Moss was 14 and in an airport. Very odd. Giselle was 14 and in a McDonald's. Adriana Lima was 13. Very odd. And at the mall when she was seduced by a stranger like Ghislaine Maxwell. Very odd. Or Ashley Arbog, who was profiled in the documentary Girl Model, where she essentially confesses to selling girls as models. She attends these castings where 13-year-olds prance around in their underwear and heels and then sends them from Russia to Japan alone. Very odd. Of course, the goal is that they get placed in modeling agencies, but the reality is, is that they get placed other places too. All of them were completely flat-chested and sometimes they'd be wearing a uniform, you know, being marched upstairs. And she, one, one day a girl came down crying and I asked Elan, why is she crying? And she said, she didn't get the job. She needs to toughen up. She needs to learn how to toughen up. The modeling world's tough. It's just, it's just normal to be a prostitute for them. You know, maybe it's easier than being a model. And Jeffrey Edward Epstein. Have you ever been convicted of a crime? Yes. 
What was the crime of which you were convicted? The two uh, counts, one soliciting prostitution and procuring a minor for prostitution. So Leslie Wexner and the boyfriend, Jeffrey Epstein, used the prestige and glamour of the Victoria's Secret brand to groom every culture it touched into accepting that it's reasonable under expensive enough circumstances for a child to be discovered and then directed to disrobe for strangers. And if you pay them and then you rape them, they're prostitutes. Victoria's Secret eliminated the need to put sacks on their heads and throw them into the backs of vans. Now they just march up the steps. Annie is not okay. In fact, she might not even know she's a prostitute. Brittany? I dated all these wealthy guys. How old is the oldest person that you've ever dated? Probably about 83 or 84 or 85. <laughs> and my braces have worked in my favor. <laughs> the older, settled gentlemen really like it. <laughs> very odd. Yeah, I believe in my heart that she has absolutely no idea that she very casually introduced herself on 90 Day Fiance The Other Way Season 2 as a prostitute. I honestly don't believe that she has any idea that when you date an 83-year-old man for stuff and things, you're a prostitute. I don't think she knows. This is how effectively groomed some young women are. Now, the women who dealt with Jeffrey Epstein weren't always prostitutes or models. Sometimes they knew exactly what they were. They were just slaves, and they'll tell you themselves even if you can't be bothered to believe them. Virginia? I am now a slave. Maria? I was just the person, the slave at the door, you know? Do you hear her correct herself? Like how she like fucked up and called herself a person real quick? Anyway, uh, somehow it's still supposedly a big, huge mystery how this man made his money. Well, it was slavery, white slavery. Total mystery person. Where did the money come from? How did it happen? I am now a slave. The slave at the door, you know? Mystery. Slave. Where did the money come from? Slave. How did it happen? Slave. And about that other humongous mystery about how he got Les Wexner to give him power of attorney over his billions of dollars. Well, let's just pretend that Jeffrey Epstein had a vagina. Well, it's pretty obvious now, isn't it? That if Jeff was Janice, we would all know that he had just managed to get his tongue further up Wexner's ass than anyone else ever had ever and he may have also been kind of good at math. There were people that referred to Epstein as the boyfriend. So Jeff used sex with Les to control his money and use his brand to lure and trap slaves. Slaves that he dressed in designer clothes and flew around the world on private planes so that everybody would feel jealous and nobody would do shit to help them. Gay for pay, slave trader, white girls, done. Before Epstein, I was... I was, I was something. <laughs>